Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. From bow hunt and board to sport fish and marlin to wrestling gators, let's catch up with our adventure guide, Misty Wells, and let's take it outside. That's right, everybody. The weather is stellar, and we are taking it outside. It looks like a great, great weekend to do a lot of fun things. We have our uh, first caller on the line, and I want to welcome Ronnie with Bass Pro because they have a lot of great things going on over this weekend at Bass Pro. Welcome to the show, Ronnie. Hey, thank you for having us. Well, tell us tell us the lowdown. I mean, there's always something great going on at Bass Pro. <laughs> You know, we have the Spring Fishing Classic, but this weekend, I know you're doing something really big with the kids, and also I think there's a Berkeley trailer showing up over there. Yeah, there's a, there's a few things going on. First, the thing that gets me the most excited about the Spring Fishing Classic uh, is, is just really the rod and reel trade-in. Yeah, yep. you can get up to, to $100 off a, a new reel by bringing in a, a, a used reel, but... This is just not about the store. This this is an opportunity for us to help our community and get young folks involved in fishing. Because we're going to take those used rods that you guys are going to donate in to get your new rod, and we're going to get those things reconditioned, ready to go, and we're going to donate those rods to local charities around youth fishing and youth fishing events. And Bass Pro does that across the country uh, during the spring fishing class. So the rod and reel trade-in, that's a special time for us because it just doesn't benefit the, uh, that, that angler, but it also benefits all the youth around our community. Exactly. It's, it's a win-win all the way around. And if you guys uh, haven't done this before, you need to do it. You know, if there's a rod that you bought that you just, you know, you thought it was going to be a little different and you don't mm-hmm. use it and your fishing style has changed Maybe you go offshore more than inshore or vice versa. You know, you can bring that in, get a store credit so nobody in your family can complain about you having too many rods <laughs> and reels. And like Ronnie said, those go to nonprofits. They get, a lot of those rods and reels come to a real future. And the kids, uh, we work with children in foster care, and the kids that get these, I mean, it's like Christmas time. And then that way it gives them their own rods and reels to go fishing whenever they want because we're trying to place replace remotes with rods. So it's a really important thing that you guys are doing. Also, people can come over and go fishing this weekend, right, with their kids? Yeah, yes. This is, this is Kids Weekend. This is the last weekend of our spring fishing classic. And, uh, you know, we have the, the live fishing pond right next door to the store. So my, uh, my anglers in the store will be outside, and we will teach kids how to fish and spend some quality time with them. So uh, Saturday we're going to have the fishing pond working from noon to 5, and on Sunday from noon to 4 p.m. So there will be a lot of games and crafts and activities, even got a kid's workshop to get them started in fishing. That will be happening on Saturday uh, at 2.30. So uh, if you really want to have some fun and uh, looking for something to do this weekend, please bring the kids by the store and let us take them out to the fishing pond and show them a good time. And isn't it free? I mean, isn't that the the great thing? And if, if what if the kids, what if they're like, well, hey, I want to bring my kids, but I don't have the rods, I don't have the equipment. Do you guys provide that? We provide everything. All you got to do is show up and re- be ready to have fun. And uh, that's, that's all we need. Just show up. We will take care of the rest. We will have the bait. We'll have the rods and reels. And uh, we'll put you on some fish. <laughs> well, exactly. And that's a really well-stocked pond over there. So, I mean, it's always, you know, the kids have a lot more fun when they're actually catching fish. And they're going to learn techniques, you know, simple 101 techniques, catching fish. It's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, tell everybody again, Ronnie, what the the time frame is uh, where they can bring the kids over this weekend and do that. It'll be Saturday. It'll be from noon to 5 and Sunday from noon to 4. Great. In the Berkeley, tell us real quick, too, what's going yeah, on with the Berkeley yeah, trailer? Yeah, because we're always excited to get the Berkeley people here. Uh, the Berkeley trailer will be here, and they will have uh, 
their vendor and a lot of folks, experts here, uh, they'll, they'll start get, they'll get here Thursday, and they'll be here through Sunday, and uh, they'll be, show, be the Berkeley experience. So if you want to learn about fishing, you want to learn some new techniques, please come in and see our, our Berkeley. Uh, uh, go through the Berkeley experience trail. You will really, really enjoy that. And being out at Bass Pro is just an experience in itself. And, you know, they love it when you go shopping and buy stuff. But even if it's not in the budget this weekend, get out there, bring the kids. It's a great way to spend the day, have a good time, learn a lot. And, uh, it's, you know, Bass Pro, we're just so glad that you guys are here in the Tampa Bay area. Uh, we're lucky to have you. It's amazing. Yeah. We, yes, we love being here. What a great market this is and what a great outdoor market this is. It is. I mean, if you're not doing it outside, then you're not doing it right because um, this is, you know, really the outdoor paradise, if you ask me. And the weather's going to be great. Well, Ronnie, thank you so much for calling in the show. Bring in your uh, rods and reels, whether they're new, used, whatever. They'll recondition them. They'll give you a credit to spend some money on some cool new stuff. And bring the kids you get to go fishing. It's going to be a blast. And you're helping out a lot of charities such as The Real Future, YMCA, and a lot of other ones in our area. And and all the stuff stays local, so it's pretty cool. Yes. Thank you so much for having us. Bass Pro, got to go. Just saying. (laughs) Thanks so much. Thanks so much, guys. So, I mean, like Ronnie was saying, there's so much to do in the outdoors here and right now, of course, as we know, whitetail season has come to a close. We are looking forward to a really good turkey season. The word on the street is really good. But one thing you want to be thinking about right now, don't be that person that waits and doesn't get it done, is your food plots. Uh, now is the time to really get your food plots in the ground, figure out what you're going to plant, and start managing those because, let's face it, you know, Hunting season's nine months away. It's not that long. You could have a baby by then. So, you know. I hope I don't. Yeah. Zach, don't have any babies by then because, you know, we got to get out. Hunting season's coming up. We don't have any time for that right now. But um, I am honored to have Lindsey Thomas. He's with the QD, QDMA. Say that fast three times. And um, we're going to be talking food plots. He's up in Georgia. He is an expert, Quality Deer Management Association. There's nobody better to tell us what to put in the ground and how to get ready for the upcoming season that really, you know, we're marking down the calendars, counting the days. Lindsay, welcome to the show. Hey, Misty. Thank you for having me again. Absolutely. So, uh, you know, the weather's looking good. We've had a little bit of rain. What should we be thinking about with our food plots right now and making plans for? Well, some long-term planning. Uh, if you're going to be doing uh, some fall plots this fall, or even if you're going to do some summer stuff planted uh, this spring, either way, go ahead and get your soil test done right now. Yep. This is just a no-brainer. I mean, we're talking about a few bucks, you know, five to ten bucks that you pay your uh, local county extension office to send off to a lab, and a couple weeks later you get results back that tell you uh, exactly what you need to add to the soil in that plot you, you intend to plant. Um, to to provide adequate nutrients for what you're going to grow. It will tell you how much fertilizer, NPK, nitrogen, phosphorus, and potassium uh, that you need to supply in terms of of chemical fertilizer, but also lime to adjust the soil pH because if you just go out there and and plant stuff in a food plot and you haven't addressed soil fertility, you're you're wasting your time and money. Those plants are not going to perform uh, to their best. So a soil test is step one. Well, but real quick, for people that haven't done this before, what would be the process? Do I just get a solo cup and go out there? What, what should I do? What should I put it in? And tell them again where to take it. Okay. Uh, take you a bucket and a small shovel. Go to your plot and just walk around um, the plot and in a few places, four, five, six spots throughout the plot. Stop and take a uh, dig a hole and take a slice of soil about six inches deep and dump it in that bucket. Okay. When you get done, take that bucket and stir it all around. So what you're doing is kind of getting a, a representative sample of the entire plot. Mix that up, and then you're going to take about a small Ziploc bag full of dirt is all you're going to send off. You okay. want to contact your, your county extension office. Uh, this is your, your local university extension office. 
your county agent, most folks are familiar with talking to the county agent about their lawn and their shrubbery and, and fruit and vegetables, but they also uh, will do soil testing, and many of them are experienced in wildlife management and food plots too. So uh, you take that sample to your county extension office, they'll put it in a sample bag and send it off for you for a few dollars, and usually by email, you'll get a report back in a couple of weeks that tells you exactly what you need to add to bring that soil and that food plot up to par for the crops you plan to grow. Okay, perfect. So, I mean, that's really easy. It's very inexpensive. And and like you said, before you go out and buy something that, you know, may or may not, may not grow there, uh, get that soil test done. So we get that done. What do we do now? Uh, the next thing would be, you know, thinking about your really what what is it you're trying to accomplish um, are you looking at hunting season attraction? Are you looking at uh, warm season nutrition when does are nursing fawns and bucks are growing antlers? Right. Are you looking at maybe post-hunting season nutrition that, you know, uh, after hunting season's over, bucks are recovering from the rut and you want to have a uh, quality food source out there at that time of year? Really, the first oh, question Hey, Lindsay, is, wh- hold that thought for one minute. i got to pay a couple of bills and go to break, and we'll come right back. Four. To Lindsay with the QDMA, the lowdown on some food plots. We'll be right back with Let's Take It Outside. lifestyle is all about being outside and being on the water. Freedom Boat Club gives you the freedom to make boating fun again. With over 20 locations and growing, there's always a Freedom Boat Club near you. They have a wide variety of brand new boats from center consoles, pontoons, or inshore. You never have to worry about the expense of boat storage or the dreaded boat repair. Tampa Bay Freedom Boat Club. Go to yourboatinglife.com and book your passport to freedom today. Hi, I'm Misty Wells, Tampa Bay Times Outdoor Correspondent. I'd like to invite you to check out my new video series called Let's Take It Outside. Every other Thursday, I'll take you on an adventure to a destination in the Sunshine State or beyond. From the water to the woods, discover ways to enjoy the outdoors with your family and friends. To see me live and in action, go to tampabay.com slash outdoors. The Tampa Bay Times, journalism that matters. So you think listening to Let's Take It Outside is going to get you a box of baits every month? <laughs> Come on. Hi, I'm KVD from Mystery Tackle Box. And if you really want to discover new baits every month, you'll listen here to this box. It's no ordinary box. That is a Mystery Tackle Box. Now, unlike the episode of Let's Take It Outside you're about to enjoy, this box comes to your house every month. And unlike the episode, this box has a whole bunch of baits inside. So go on, check out mysterytacklebox.com and save a shad load on your first box. Love your boat, but hate... Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at Chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's Chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. The way it looks, wrap your investment in the best. Sign Zoo. Turn some heads. Original marine wrap art concepts. Custom made just for you. One of a kind. It protects and preserves your boat's gel coat. If your boat is fading and you don't like the look anymore, wrap it. Best warranty and insured installation technicians. Stand out on land and on the water. Sign Zoo. The plantation on Crystal River is Florida's number one staycation location. The fishing is phenomenal and the golf course is groomed and ready for action. Florida's number one spot to go scalloping or swim with the manatees. The plantation on Crystal River is the perfect location to plan that picture-perfect wedding. Full-service catering, dining and spa. 
Go online and look for weekday specials. Plantation on CrystalRiver.com. The Florida lifestyle is all about being outside and being on the water. Freedom Boat Club gives you the freedom to make boating fun again. With over 20 locations and growing, there's always a Freedom Boat Club near you. They have a wide variety of brand new boats from center consoles, pontoons, or inshore. You never have to worry about the expense of boat storage or the dreaded boat repair. Tampa Bay Freedom Boat Club. Go to yourboatinglife.com and book your passport to freedom today. Let's take it outside on 1250 WHNC for hunting, fishing, and everything outdoors. Here's Misty Wells. Misty Wells. Well, if you just tuned in, everybody, welcome to the show. We want to remind everybody to get out to Bass Pro this weekend because they've got free kids fishing, rod and reel turn-in for a credit, buy a bunch of cool stuff, and you're helping out local charities. But right now, we're joining back with Lindsay Thomas from the QDMA. We're talking food plots. Uh, He gave us some great tips on soil samples. And now he's talking about different, uh, you know, things you need to think about and what are your what are your thoughts? And if you want to kind of just recap those again on, you know, what are you trying to do with your food plots? Uh, Because that that was great uh, before we went to commercial. I love that. Yeah, I was just saying that you really have to define your goals here and what's needed where you hunt. You know, look around the broader landscape, and if other properties have, say, for example, big soybean fields, you probably don't need to be planting anything in the summer. The deer will be in those other areas, you know, eating that. Um, so what's the weakness? Do you need summer nutrition? Do you need winter nutrition? Do you want fall hunting season attraction? And once you make that decision, then you know, you know, which way you're heading with your your crop choices and and your the rest of your efforts my answer is yes to all of those <laughs> okay i know right and that's true for many of us i know we want, uh, you know we want nutrition for deer year round it's important that they have what they need every day of the year because um, we're not always even when we're not out there hunting them they need that so you know the next thing is we're, we're in spring we got our soil test done um, April, May good, are great times to plant some warm season crops. Right. Um, some of my favorites are, I generally like the warm season crops that are less susceptible to overbrowsing. We all know that, that in a small food plot or in a situation where you've got a lot of deer and not, a, not very good habitat, uh, deer will wipe out cow peas and soybeans real quick. Mm-hmm. And uh, that those little plots like that, are, or even big ones sometimes in a in a heavy density situation, can end up being a quick failure. Now, if you can grow soybeans and cow peas and, and get them past the deer, great, more power to you. But I like um, things like grain sorghum and buckwheat uh, that are less susceptible to overbrowsing. Sun hemp is another one that I've tried that's kind of been new on the scene here the last couple of years. That's two words, sun, S-U-N-N, hemp, just like hemp, H-E-N-T, okay. that you make rope out of. Right. And uh, it, that's a legume, and it grows very fast and, and really outgrows the deer, but produces lots of cover and organic matter. And that's, that's another point to be made about those three I just named, buckwheat, grain sorghum, and sun hemp is... Those are great crops not only because they tolerate browsing and deer aren't going to wipe them out, but they all three produce a ton of organic matter that ultimately can roll into the advantages for your fall plots. Oh, so okay. Get to the end of summer, right, we get to the end of summer and you've got all this biomass out there produced by the grain sorghum plants, the buckwheat, the sun hemp, and by the end of summer, early fall, it starts playing out. Well, what you can do is mow that and simply without tilling, Kind of do a low rent, no till food plot. I like to call it. I like that. <laughs> broad, yep, yep. It's cheap and it's easy, and you broadcast your cool season food plots along about uh, September, early October here in the South, uh, and literally broadcast that right on top of the mulch layer from that summer crop. That mulch layer uh, does a lot of advantages. It, it conserves soil moisture, and tr- and also you're building the soil underneath in the way nature builds soil, which is from the top down. When we disc, we're upending that process. And That's going true. Yeah, you're nature. changing how yeah. it would normally happen. Exactly. So I like to, I'm trying to get away from, from tilling and disking altogether. So you mow the remnants of your summer plot, you broadcast your cool season on top of that when you've got a good rain coming, and that gives you, settles the seed into the mulch layer, you get good soil 
your seed contact, and you're off to the races again with a good fall plot. That's a great plan. I mean, great strategy. You know, like you said, number one, get your soil tested. Uh, figure out what you want to plant and why you want to plant it. Um, and then also, I love that you can transition that into your fall plot really by mowing it down and just and just keeping it true to what nature would do. Uh, you know, and a lot of people, you know, there might be like, hey, I'm driving. I'm listening to this right now. They, How can they find you? And, um, you know, I know your website and you guys produce a lot of material that's very helpful to help people decide what to do uh, with their quality deer management. Uh, and then we're going to get into chronic waste disease really quick as well, because we've got a few minutes on that. How can they find you, Lindsay, to either reach out, ask some questions or just read information on your website? Just go to QDMA.com. You can do all of that that you just mentioned. We've got entire an entire food plot category of content you can read it's through. It's good. With yeah. species profiles and, and blends to tell you what types of, of seed to blend together. We've got other habitat. We've got deer biology material, all kinds of good reading. And then there's an Ask QDMA feature in the menu. And through that, you can just send us an email with a, with a specific questions you've got that, that if you aren't that aren't answered by our content, we will have an expert get back with you by email. And, and they do; they respond very quickly. Now, you had brought up something too that is, you know, we're trying to keep this problem at bay, and the best thing to do is by educating our people that are in the outdoors and our hunters is chronic waste disease, and what we want to do is eliminate it and keep it from spreading tell everybody first exactly what it is and how to spot it yeah it's a it is an always fatal disease that spread deer to deer um, now most deer hunters in the country like me in georgia and you in florida were unaffected so far georgia right and fingers crossed this disease right and um, it's a minority of hunters that are affected at this point and uh, the real fight here is to prevent this thing from spreading it is spread deer to deer um, there's no cure, there's no vaccine, and again, it's always fatal, but it's a slow process that kills deer. Even an individual deer can carry this thing for up to two years before symptoms occur, and yet the whole time during that period, they are spreading it to other deer. So it's a very dangerous and tough-to-fight thing, and the main fight, like I said right now, is for hunters who aren't affected right. to prevent it from spreading to places you know, where we hunt now. Yes, prevention um, and, is and, key, people. That's right. You, if you don't have this, you don't want it. And so that's kind of one of the calls we're putting out right now, QDMA is, is that, look, just because you're unaffected doesn't mean you can ignore this. Right. Really, the hunters that aren't affected have the biggest role to play at this point, and that is helping stop it from spreading. And so how do we do really, that? There's a, yep, there's a handful of key ways. A couple of them are. The first one I would say is if you encounter a sick deer, a deer that's behaving strangely, that stands there and doesn't appear to be afraid of you, that's maybe walking in circles or drooling or looks emaciated or whatever, mm -hmm. um, and report that immediately to your state wildlife agency. And the reason I say that is it may not be CWD, but the state can decide, you know, hey, they want to come out and investigate and do a test. The reason that's critical is the way this disease works. If the state can catch it as soon as it appears in a small area and potentially even remove most or all of the deer that, that in an early outbreak have right. disease, there's the potential to stop it there. And a couple of states have actually done that. They've, they've managed to find the outbreak early, managed to get the one or two deer that were there that had it, and no additional cases have been found. I think so that happened in that, Alabama just recently, and I think they were able no, to, no, you know, I'm no, not sure. Alabama has not found CWD yet. Good. Um, okay. Thank goodness. Yeah. So, Mississippi and Tennessee are the closest at this point to Florida and Georgia. Um, New York was one of the states, actually, that found it uh, in wild deer, came in quickly, did some testing and some sampling, and, and, and were able, apparently, to get all the deer that had it, and, and it has not reappeared since. So that's Great. critical. Re report these things quickly. But then the other big one is, for anyone, and I know many Florida hunters do this, many Georgia hunters do this, if you travel out of state to hunt, find out if the place you're going is one of these CWD management zones. If it is, follow all the local regulations uh, for what they want you to do as far as having your deer tested, uh, disposing of the carcass, all of those sorts of things. But then most importantly, no matter where you go, wherever you hunt out of state, do not come back home to Florida 
with anything more, or any state, do not come back to your home state with anything more than boned-out venison, antlers attached to a clean skull plate, mm-hmm. and um, perhaps the uh, cleaned hide if you want to bring that back for taxidermy. But you do, do not bring back organs, don't bring back brain, spine, or any of the other carcass parts. Uh, that is a critical one because that's how this disease can be transported into a new area. It is the prions that cause the disease are, are throughout a deer carcass like that. And if that carcass gets ended up disposed on the landscape out there and healthy deer are exposed to it through the soil or through direct contact, you've got a new outbreak. So that's another big one. So, yeah, you really got to watch your regulations and watch what you're allowed to transport and what you can't. Lindsay, thank you so much for being on the show. If you didn't catch all of this and you want to learn more all about it, you need to go to their website, QDMA, all the stuff. If if you have any questions, reach out to them. They'll get back to you right away. Thank you so much for being on Let's Take It Outside. We're going to go to the bottom of the hour. Lindsay, you're the best, and uh, I guess I need to get to work on my food plots this weekend. Thank you, Missy. Appreciate you having me. Absolutely. Stay tuned. We're going to pay a couple bills, drop that anchor, and we'll be right back with Captain Zach. There's too much fun to stay indoors in Florida. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Let's take it outside on 1250 WHNZ. Here's Misty Wells. Misty Wells. Hey guys, how you doing? This is Captain Zach Sturm on Let's Take It Outside. I'm here with Misty Wells. You I'm don't here. sound like Misty Wells, Zach. <laughs> I, I, I don't sound like Misty Wells. We've got to update that a little bit. But, I know. Uh, we've got, we have Keith Marsh here on the phone from Freedom Boat Club of Tampa Bay. And uh, Keith, welcome to the show. It's good to have you with Thanks. us. How are you doing Thanks, today? Captain. Always good to talk to you. I'm doing great. Thank you so much. He's doing great because he works for Freedom Boat Club. I know, right? He's yeah. like always on just, a boat having fun. Yeah, 50 new boats just came in this month. We ordered 135 new ones last fall, and they're arriving. So it's just kind of fun to see that. That's super exciting. Weather turning a little warmer. The sales funnels are filling up. So it's a pretty exciting time for us. The water is gorgeous right now. It looks like the Caribbean. I drove over the bridge to Clearwater Beach, number one beach in the world, by the way, with a Freedom Boat Club location there. And, I mean, seriously, without your polarized glasses, you could see the bottom, the clarity. It was so gorgeous. So it's a great time to be out on a boat, but also come to the boat show. Oh, that's going to be amazing. Um, We, uh, I I know Freedom Boat Club is going to have an awesome setup there at the boat show. They always do. You're going to be able to take advantage of boat show price. And Keith, can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, sure. It'll be $1,000 off. Oh, wow. Uh, swing by, and uh, we've got a nice booth right by concessions, number 52 and 53. It's kind of our standard location at the fairgrounds, and uh, we're looking forward to meeting some new friends and telling you about Freedom Boat Club. That's pretty awesome. I, I, I know a lot of you that are listening right now, uh, you, you may know us from you know going out on a lot of bigger boats that we go out on. Truth be told, a lot of our friends and a lot of our family are with Freedom Boat Club. They have been for years. They're very happy, and we have tackled some pretty awesome fish in and around the bay on those freedom boat club boats i know uh you gotta Keith, tell me which name which name boat so I, I was on a exactly. cobia last week out of tarpon springs i got a brand new <laughs> cobia and yeah. just went cruising with my girlfriends and my daughter and uh, uh we didn't go fishing it was a little rough offshore but we just had fun just cruising yeah. around and i didn't you know as always i don't have to do anything but show up and then go have fun and then i get to hand the keys back that's it, and that's the yeah. best thing. A lot of you guys, uh, you know, Keith will be able to tell you about that, but the best thing we love about Freedom Boat Club is the fact that when you do the whole process of boating and fishing, you know, it's so nice that, you know, 
you're able to, for example, with the location that they have in uh, Tampa over there by Hula Bay Club. I know, I haven't even been to that one yet. You know, it's just amazing. They're doing renovations right now, a lot of new exciting things happening. You have the opportunity, I mean, to just hand over the keys, pay for your fuel, and have a nice dinner with your friends and family. And, you know, Freedom Boat Club allows that. Absolutely. And we're getting ready to open a new location on the Alifaya River. Oh, great. They get their docks, you know, work. Uh, they're putting in all new docks. How many so locations do you have now, including the Alifaya one? Because be it grows 20. all the time. I can't keep track. Yeah, it's 20, and we're about to uh, add two more up north towards Leesburg. And um, so we're growing, and we're heading towards the Central Lakes. So that's, wow. that's coming in the years ahead. And the boats are cool. I also saw one of the new Hurricanes. I haven't been on that yeah. yet. But they look really cool. Is that the inflatable? That's my wife. No, I, I like them. I'm like, uh, I took the Cobia because uh, we had reserved that. He's like, do you want to switch? And I almost did. But I was like, well, I'll just come back next week and try it. You know, right. so I, I like that, you know, if people are kind of like, hey, what is a boat club? Here's what it is. It's boat. You, you get to have fun on a boat anytime you want. But you don't have to trailer it. You don't have to store it. You don't have to have insurance for it. And you don't have to fix it. So that's what a boat club is, and that's what Freedom Boat Club is. You don't have to clean it either. Yeah, you don't have to clean it, and the (laughs) staff is awesome. They have awesome staff, hands down. Great service. There's some great people down on the docks. We really love our employees, and it's just a great company to work for. I totally have been working three, heading into my fourth year, and and I just love working with them. Awesome. Well, well, Keith, thank you so much. Um, What's the website that our listeners can go to if they want to learn more about Freedom Boat Club? So just go to freedomboatclubtampabay.com. Perfect. And, uh, we just set it up a new one, or they can call 855-FREEDOM. 855-FREEDOM. Or too. come see us out at the Tampa Bay Times Boat Show. Right. It's free to get in. Yeah, let's take it outside. It's going to be there. Freedom Boat Club's going to be there. Uh, I'll be doing seminars at 2 o'clock every Saturday and Sunday, talking about, of course, being in the outdoors and uh, cruising around on my Freedom Boat Club boat. That's awesome, guys, and we're going to be in there after the show, and, you know, it's going to be a great thing there, and we have a lot of exciting things. Freedom Boat Club, if you're wanting to get a boat and have that outdoor experience in the Tampa Bay area or all around Florida, check out Freedom Boat Club because I really think they're going to be a benefit to you. Absolutely. Well, thanks so much, Keith. We'll we'll see you out at the show. Thanks, Keith. Thanks for joining us. Anytime. Yep. Have a good day. Guys, uh, touching a little bit about – the boat show here coming on with uh, the Let's Take It Outside booth. We're actually going to be having a giveaway that we're going to do for our listeners. Always. And uh, one nice thing, we gave away a Yeti bucket the other day, and we're going to be giving away another prize pack, including a Yeti bucket and a bunch of other fun stuff at the boat show. Misty, you want to tell Both days. You know, we're going to be there Saturday and Sunday. We have giveaways both days, so you can come by the Let's Take It Outside booth, meet uh, Zach and I. We'll be having fun. Uh, hopefully you'll sit in on the seminars at, at 2 o'clock. They've got them all day long, all kinds of great seminars. So it's free. Come check it out. Absolutely, guys. And if you really want to get more in-depth with some of these tactics when it comes to tackling these fish inshore and offshore, you have Misty that has been fishing all throughout Florida and really all throughout the world for the most part. She's done everything from bass to billfish. I I hope my buddy Peter doesn't hear that. He might get a little upset. He's but, gonna uh, be jealous because <laughs> I'm also uh, going to the Cayman Billfish Rundown in May. Uh oh, yeah, so. you were you were just in Marlin Magazine the other day. That, I know, that's pretty impressive. I feel like kind of dropped the mic. Like where where do I go <laughs> after that? I don't know. That's amazing. But yeah. uh, you guys, if you want to really get in some of these tactics, we're going to be um, definitely having some awesome awesome tips that we're going to be sharing with our listeners and the rest of you attending the boat show. I'm going to appear Saturday and Sunday, so definitely join us at the Let's Take It Outside booth right by the Tampa Bay Times booth, and uh, we're going to be back there giving some great information. Um, and free stuff. Absolutely. You know, um, let's let's uh, face it. But well, you have a great tip, number one, yeah, about uh, trigger fish. That, that's you have a, a big, big announcement. That That is 100%. Well, uh, if you tuned in last week, you know we talked with Amanda Nally from FWC, and we talked a little bit about some regulations and changes. Regulations happening. We have Triggerfish opening on Friday, which is going to be March 1st. March 1st, people. And the neat thing about that is we have a couple of things to tell you about that if you're going to go get them. One, Triggerfish, if you've had the meat, it's delicious. Definitely harvest them if you can. If not, let them go. But they're a hard-fighting fish. 
They'll feed on shrimp, squid, smaller fish. Uh, it's absolutely amazing. But the thing to remember is triggerfish have a lot of other reef fish species that are going to be around them. And uh, the one thing to remember with that is there are a couple others and a couple things you have to remember when you're talking about your reef fish. You have bee liners. You have lane snapper. Yep, I love lane snapper. You have all kinds of different species that are going to be around these type of fish when you're doing that. And the thing to remember is they are all part of an aggregate called the reef fish aggregate of 20 fish. And if you're, for example, with triggerfish, one fish per person is what the limit is. And they did add an extra inch. Yeah, so don't forget about that. They did, 100%. And so now you're looking at it. I believe that's a... uh, that's a 15. 15 inch. Went from 14 to yep. 15. It's a 15 inch. And guys, remember, it's a fork length fish. So you have to measure that to the fork. And uh, most importantly, we're going to talk about the other types of fish that you can get there. Now, when we talk about vermilion snapper, some of us call them bee liners, and lane snapper, which are the rainbow colored awesome snapper fish, those two are also included in what's called the reef fish aggregate, which includes 20 fish. Now, the snapper have their own aggregate that you know of 10 fish. That includes your most of your snappers, including your red snappers when they're in season, your mangroves. Which is not now, but everybody. Not right now. Not and now, not till June. We'll, we'll talk about that in June. Yeah, or coming up. <laughs> but exactly. But also your mutton snapper, your mangrove snapper, and a, a few others that you'll be able to check out if you go to tampaoffshorefishing.com or myfwc.com with a more thorough explanation of the regulations. But the nice thing is you can load up, and if you say you get your 10 mangrove snapper when you're offshore, you can also get an additional, get your triggerfish, get your, get your ni- lanes. 19 lane snapper. You can get 19? You can get 19 per lane person? per person. And that's Whoa, beauty. Per licensed angler, I should per say. Per licensed angler. you got to make sure you're licensed, guys. It's it really, licensed. It costs like 17 bucks. It, it's well worth it. And if you're a senior citizen or um, other disabled. Like Zach, then it's, oh, yeah. it's a lot cheaper. <laughs> been been yeah. doing it a long time. But, uh, but no, seriously, there's a beauty if you are one of us that's listening and wants to go out get a lot of fish, do a fish fry, or maybe freeze some for a rainy day. It's a great way to add to your bag limit and do it on a fish that's very abundant. And fun to catch. Oh, absolutely. They fight just as hard, and they taste just as good as a mangrove. Well, good, people. Hey, again, got to pay a couple of bills. We're going to be right back, too, with Captain Zach and Brian with Lost Coast Oyster Company and talking about some great, tasty oysters. Florida lifestyle is all about being outside and being on the water. Freedom Boat Club gives you the freedom to make boating fun again. With over 20 locations and growing, there's always a Freedom Boat Club near you. They have a wide variety of brand new boats from center consoles, pontoons, or inshore. It has you never have it. to worry about the expense of boat storage or the dreaded boat repair. Tampa Bay Freedom Boat Club. Go to yourboatinglife.com and book your passport to freedom today. The plantation on Crystal River is Florida's number one staycation location. The fishing is phenomenal and the golf course is groomed and ready for action. Florida's number one spot to go scalloping or swim with the manatees. The plantation on Crystal River is the perfect location to plan that picture-perfect wedding. Full-service catering, dining, and spa. Go online and look for weekday specials. PlantationOnCrystalRiver.com Love your boat but hate the way it looks? Wrap your investment in the best. Sign Zoo. Turn some heads. Original marine wrap art concepts. Custom made just for you. One of a kind. It protects and preserves your boat's gel coat. If your boat is fading and you don't like the look anymore, wrap it. Best warranty and insured installation technicians. Stand out on land and on the water. Sign Zoo. 
So you think listening to Let's Take It Outside is going to get you a box of baits every month? <laughs> Come on. Hi, I'm KVD from Mystery Tackle Box. And if you really want to discover new baits every month, you'll listen here to this box. It's no ordinary box. That is a Mystery Tackle Box. Now, unlike the episode of Let's Take It Outside you're about to enjoy, this box comes to your house every month. And unlike the episode, this box has a whole bunch of baits inside. So go on. Check out mysterytacklebox.com and save a shad load on your first box. Hi, I'm Misty Wells, Tampa Bay Times Outdoor Correspondent. I'd like to invite you to check out my new video series called Let's Take It Outside. Every other Thursday, I'll take you on an adventure to a destination in the Sunshine State or beyond. From the water to the woods, discover ways to enjoy the outdoors with your family and friends. To see me live and in action, go to tampabay.com slash outdoors. The Tampa Bay Times, journalism that matters. The Florida lifestyle is all about being outside and being on the water. Freedom Boat Club gives you the freedom to make boating fun again. With over 20 locations and growing, there's always a Freedom Boat Club near you. They have a wide variety of brand new boats from center consoles, pontoons, or inshore. You never have to worry about the expense of boat storage or the dreaded boat repair. Tampa Bay Freedom Boat Club. Go to yourboatinglife.com and book your passport to freedom today. Let's take it outside on 1250 WHNC. For hunting, fishing, and everything outdoors, here's Misty Wells. Misty Wells. That's right, everybody. I want you to take it outside this weekend from Bass Pro over the Tampa Bay Boat Show at the Florida State Fairgrounds. Also, coming up soon, we're going to be talking Cayman Billfish Rundown. It's happening in May, Uh-oh. and I'm going to give the billfish the rundown. But right now... I'm giving Zach and Brian the rundown. So what do you guys got going on over there? Well, we got a few things. Uh, we have the uh, opportunity to have Brian Rossiger from uh, Lost Coast Oysters, a local Tampa oyster growing company. Thanks for having me. Um, it's We're going to talk about a few things and some inshore fishing, but the main thing that we wanted to talk about is uh, Brian has dinner. a- Yeah, dinner. Yeah, <laughs> dinner is amazing. Um, but a lot of times you wonder where those oysters that you have come from, and Brian's company- is actually one that makes a lot of oysters, and they're going to be continuing to expand throughout the Tampa Bay area. Uh, Brian, can you tell us a little bit about uh, what your company does? And also, you were telling me earlier about the impact that it has on the ability to keep the water in Tampa Bay clean. I know after the red tide disappearing, we're really wondering how that that can be a, uh, you know, what can we do to try to make sure the bay stays clean? Well, I have to correct the record a little bit. We're not doing anything yet. We're just getting started here, but uh, we're going to be doing some real interesting things. But here we're going to. Absolutely. Right. So um, kind of throughout the state, <clears throat> excuse me, there's a bit of a shortage of wild harvest oysters. A lot of you guys have been following the news, been seeing what's happening with um, the Apalachicola oyster fishery. Right. So what's happening is uh, a lot of growers are moving over to aquaculture. So uh, we recently secured a two-acre submerged land Now, lease. wait. What is aquaculture? Now, I'm going to slow him down a bit for us non-biologists here. That's true. Because I, he's like a marine biologist, people. So, I, I just you know, fish. you got you to gotta, you gotta <laughs> bring it down to us, you know, kind of local people. What does that mean? So it's a different way of farming, just um, with some new tools. So instead of raising the oysters on the bottom, right. they would be on a bed. Old school. Uh, old school. Uh, the new wave guys, they're, they're raising them at the surface in these floating cages. That's and, pretty cool. Yeah, it enables them to get a little bit more control over the grow-out process and create a more consistent oyster. I mean, I know I love those Apalachicola oysters, and they're hard to come by these now, days. Now, consistent, do you mean size, flavor? Size, what does that mean? flavor, everything. Just everything. Now, one thing I've noticed, though, is uh, the oysters that, uh, like Brian's company, for example, has been, you know, doing— they are much more attractive, the ones you'll find in more of the high-end restaurants where the shell just it's looks really gorgeous. It's hard to say that's a pretty oyster. Cause, uh, I, I mean, I on mean, the outside say what you the want, shell. but they're uh, ugly. I'm, oh, I'm I sorry, know. oysters. Hey, we still love them. Well, hey. We love you, but you're <laughs> ugly. <laughs> well, when yeah. we try to tell people that's a beautiful fish, a lot of times a lot of folks can't understand. Oh, they think, oh, well, that's a fish. Well, the Go ahead, thing, Brian. The great thing about these oysters, though, is they're great for the ecosystem. Um, right. We talk about how seagrass has bounced back in Tampa Bay. Uh, it's been restored back to the... Uh, pre-1950 levels, so they've made some tremendous headway with uh, restoring the seagrass. And the oysters are next. Um, they're a keystone species. They're very important to the overall health of uh, 
our ecosystem. And uh, one single oyster has the ability to filter upwards of 50 gallons of water per day. Wow. So we think about what that means with, um, you know, the recent issues we've been having with red tide and nutrients being deposited in the bay. Uh, oysters really present this unique opportunity uh, to both grow food in right. a sustainable manner and also promote the ecosystem of our bays. They're so very important, and I think a lot of people, and it's great to have you here, don't really understand the important the importance. <laughs> I'm kidding. Say that three the times The importance <laughs> of having oyster beds here in Tampa Bay. Absolutely, she's right. Yeah. Yeah, so essentially what's going to be happening is um, you're going to see a little bit more of this happening throughout the state. Um, more and more growers are switching over to these um, less traditional aquaculture methods, and it's really going to help create a, a great industry. And it also allows um, some of these people in these working waterfront communities to uh, continue their traditional way of life with some new skills to help them kind of cope with these changes that we have going on in our ever-changing life in the 21st century. I know. So you're providing dinner. You're providing a clean environment. It helps our our water clarity. It's the um, most sustainable form of protein production on the planet. Really? You, unless you want to eat soybeans. I don't like soybeans. I don't know about you guys. Hey, I do like I'll put them on my oysters. I will put them on my oysters. So. Yeah, Absolutely. exactly. I like them like that. Green pearl inside the oyster. Yeah, right there. there you go. Put a soybean on your oyster. But uh, yeah, that, that's that's absolutely amazing that, uh, you know, it's an industry that is up and coming, and I think it could offer such a great benefit uh, to our inshore fishery. That being said, for those of you listening at home, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the uh, the fishing report in Tampa Bay lately. Um, the redfish bite has been pretty good. Um, I've seen Armando Martinez has been pulling some really nice redfish out of the uh, Middle Bay area. And it uh, looks like the upper bay is starting to get pretty good, too. Yep. Lots of captains are doing really well on the South Shore area. It looks like with mangrove snapper and sheep's head. Um, we have trout that are starting to come back. Uh, we have a limit. If you joined us last week, Amanda Nally from the FWC told us about the new limit they put in on trout. This if, is due to, obviously, what's been going on in the Bay with red tide and stuff, so they're trying to manage our population. Exactly. Don't get grumpy about it. It's temporary, guys. Yeah. It's temporary. but it, grumpy. It's, it's truly needed. You know, it's one of those things that it needs to happen, and we're just going to go ahead and bear with it. And you'll be thankful when your kids and yourself are catching more fish. But it's trout used to be 15 to 20 inches with one over 20 allowed per your four fish down here. Now they're taking away that... 20-inch fish temporarily because that 20-inch fish needs to get out there. It needs to lay eggs. It needs to produce more offspring so that we can more have more trout. More baby trout. Exactly. And, you know, trout are a pretty fast-growing fish. They're not quite like a dolphin or anything, but they, they grow pretty fast. And uh, we want to make sure that the Tampa Bay fishery, as Brian said, we are back to grass levels that are like they were in the 50s, which is one of our best times. And we just want to continue to make sure that inshore fishery prospers. We have more guides in Tampa Bay right now than ever before in history. And, uh, you know, it's just a really great place to come. It helps tourism. It helps everybody around. It's, you know, whether you live in central Florida or wherever, if you come to Tampa Bay, you're going to have the opportunity to be on a mini vacation. And uh, we're very thankful for it. Every so, day's a mini vacation so, here. So Brian's on a permanent vacation. Oh, but we, We'll talk about that later. Talk about your permanent vacation. Aren't you doing something? You're going fishing somewhere really cool. Where are you going? Uh, okay, so what we're going to do is we're going to be heading out about 150, 160 miles offshore starting tomorrow. We're not going to be back till Friday night. We got the uh, the boat boat show coming up here. That's right. But uh, yeah, we're um, we're also going to be doing a trip in uh, June, which is pretty funny. Uh, our, our friends over on uh, the uh, sports animal. Uh, 620, the uh, Real Animal Show. Never heard of them. Yeah, they're, they're some good characters uh, going with my oh, friend. Oh, you guys are heading a little north golf up there on that. We're little going, Louisiana. We're going a little north golf uh, with my friend Mike Mahoney and a few other guys. Uh, right. I believe Captain Tommy LaRange is Mike going Mahoney, up there. Mike Mahoney, the shade chaser. Uh-oh. Yeah, uh -oh. I'm just yeah. saying. You'll uh, find out. Hey, You'll well, see. That, that's the thing, but we're going to go up there and we're going to fish the rigs. We're Maybe some yellowtail, maybe some uh, big red snapper during the season when it starts, kicks off uh, June 1st. But uh, You better eat your Wheaties because that's uh, going to oh. be 
a pretty good trip. I'm just saying. Absolutely. You know, M- but, Misty, you had uh, you had a few things you were going to touch on. Let's go ahead and switch over to you quick. Well, you know, I just want to talk about coming up soon. Uh, we're going to be heading down to the Cayman Islands. Uh, we've got the Cayman Billfish Rundown going on. Guaranteed $520,000 cash money for fishing. So if you think that your spouse is wasting time out there fishing, they're just grooming themselves to bring home a big check. So don't give them a hard time. That's true. Get out there and go fishing. Go to Bass Pro, spend some money. Go to Mike Mahoney's at TA Mahoney, spend some money, get your boat ready. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. But we'll we'll touch base around that. Now back to, I want to circle back to the oysters, okay? All right. So, you know, you're bioengineering these great new ways uh, to grow oysters in the bay. It provides dinner, protein, and it also cleans up our waters. Um, How can people, number one, you know, when you get started and things are going fast, how can they buy your oysters? Are you going to sell them commercially? Like, what are you going to do? So, yeah, we're going to be distributing our product through a number of distributors in the Tampa St. Pete area. Um, You can find out more information about our business on Facebook or Instagram at uh, Lost Coast Oysters. Lost Coast Oysters. Yeah, so uh, the naming of that, we kind of thought that uh, it's kind of an industry that's been lost on this coast. It has. It has been lost. And oyster beds have been lost. So we're going to bring it back. Good. So, um, you know, you guys can feel free to follow us on our journey to produce Tampa Bay's first sustainable oyster. How long does it take to grow one? Like, how does it work really quick? Uh, so they purchase what they call seed oyster, which are these little tiny guys. They're uh, like three or four millimeters in size. Right. Purchase them from a seed hatchery, and then you plant them out on your lease, and then you grow them out in about nine to 12 months. Oh, nine months? It's like having a baby. That's okay, right. y'all better appreciate those oysters when you get them because, you know, basically like having a baby. I Absolutely. hope you guys join us at Bass Pro. I hope you come meet us over at the Tampa Bay Times Boat Show at the Florida State Fairgrounds. Uh, I want to thank you, Brian, for being in studio today. Yep, Brian Rossiger with Lost Coast I'm just Oysters. saying, awesome. Lindsey Thomas, QDMA, Freedom Boat Club. Yeah, we just had a great show. Thanks for joining us on Let's Take It Outside. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.